0: So the time has come, everyone, for me to finally give you a trip report from my very first encounter with Grandmother Ayahuasca that took place now around six weeks ago. I'm in Mexico now. I've spent my first week in Mexico and I've had quite some time to integrate the experience and I do feel ready to share about both what happened in the actual ceremony and in the ceremony that is life after the ceremony. And yes, it is, it is very special. So let's just jump right into it. So my ayahuasca ceremony was very different than what I had expected. I have been preparing and I've been called to this to do ayahuasca. I mean, I knew it was a part of my path. And i've known that for years and then suddenly the time came where i got the opportunity at this durgas tiger school in ecuador with one of the teachers there who was a shaman who i fucking miss so much he's the most wonderful clearest purest vessel for divinity and he's like a grown man in a child's soul and also i don't know the shaman was very trustworthy and a beautiful human being like I've never met anyone like him and uh, shout out to Vind yeah also the last few months when I knew I was going to the school I, I knew I wanted to do the ceremony and my body started preparing my problems came up and I was setting my intentions I already made a podcast about my intentions for the ceremony which you can listen to which was basically healing my body image and my self-hatred towards my physical body and also what I've been talking about with these sleeping demons and my insomnia, which is sometimes it comes up and it really did like the last few months before I was traveling to Ecuador. I also went in with the intention of just being, just drinking a huge cup of ayahuasca. I did not want to like battle with the medicine like uh kind of letting go but then kind of staying in this realm i just wanted to be blasted out of this realm honestly to just get the most out of it and i felt brave i prepared yeah so we sit for the ceremony we all um we sent uh the shaman sends around um some tobacco and for all of us to smoke and set our intentions and then we start singing some songs together he has a drum which he's playing and he's playing this drum all night this shaman you guys after the tobacco round we go up to the shaman uh, one by one and we get to drink uh, this reddish brownish um, sour super bitter oh my god i can feel the taste in my roach is talking about it ayahuasca does not taste good i go back to my place i lay down and i'm like okay i'm ready for it time goes by and i really can't feel anything like i'm getting a bit impatient like i feel totally normal i'm having something happening in my stomach mentally i felt quite normal Other people have already started throwing up at this point. We all get buckets in front of us in case we throw up. My stomach is kind of unwell. And yeah, I lay down after the second cup. And still, I think it's like an hour, hour and a half. And I'm having some slight, mild visuals. I remember my first visual. I started seeing this dolphin. Just a blue dolphin dancing in water. So I wasn't really being taken away to another valve, no. Not at all. But my physical body though was definitely starting to struggle for hours, just nausea. Yeah, my digestive system um was really working hard. And just a disclaimer and like a trigger <laughs> warning it's gonna be some talk about poop and and puke in this podcast it's a talk about ayahuasca so yeah it's included you've been warned so yeah i had to go to the bathroom to poop a couple of times and but i didn't feel like i emptied myself like as much as i would want so when i went back i still felt like there was something there and Yeah, I lay for a while, and then, yeah, my body's just getting even more um, glued to the floor, very nauseous. If I move one limb, like a finger or arm, it's painful because I'm so nauseous, and I feel like I have to throw... No, I feel like I have to go pooping again. I think this is, like, the third time I'm going to the bathroom to poop, but I'm so out of it physically that I have to get help, Um, so I raise my hand, I say my name, and the shaman comes over and guides me uh, towards the toilet, and I sit down to take a shit, and as I do, I feel like I have to puke at the exact same time, so I have to like twirl around 180 degrees like a fucking hurricane to puke on top of my poop i was pushing and screaming with my whole body and i could feel almost like a snake in my stomach and they say ayahuasca is like a snake as well in my stomach like grasping and digging like a round hole in my stomach i didn't know this place inside me even existed And as I hang over the toilet with my panties, like, naked, (laughs) on the floor, hanging over the toilet like a fucking mess. (sighs) Waiting for it to maybe come more. Um, I And this is very interesting, guys. I I get this um, vision, or I can see the face of one of the girls who is sitting in the ceremony who I really haven't talked to yet but it's this beautiful French girl who beautiful face and I just feel so much love for her like randomly in this moment and then... yes, this is over and I get help to go back it felt like I got something out but there was definitely like still energies and yeah, stuck energies and nausea like still in my body sunrise comes i'm laying glued to my mat quite disappointed and quite impatient at how uncomfortable physically not really mentally this trip has been like what am i getting out of this yeah the trip is basically over then but at the same time it's not over they say that the ayahuasca is still in your body for a few months and of course the integration period after the ceremony they say is very very important and things will come up and but still i like i forget this and i just think damn that was really really disappointing this ayahuasca ceremony i didn't really feel like anything came out of it so anyway yeah it's sunday and we are all exhausted from the ceremony me and a few of the others just lay on the couch all day like I'm kind of confused like haven't really integrated anything and then you know no sleep that night so I slept really good um, from Sunday till Monday and now things are starting to become interesting yeah a lot of people mentioned my my perch and said like wow that sounded like you were really (laughs) throwing up some very potent energies like everybody i definitely i was the loudest puker of all and people were like wow like how was that what did you throw up and i didn't really feel like i threw up anything it was just i don't know what i threw up and saying which i forgot to say that when i was in the bathroom throwing up i could definitely feel um the love and support from the group outside and then the french girl turns around with the biggest smile and says like so excitedly and these are the first words we speak to each other i think as i can remember and she tells me it was it's me it was me and i just thought i was like you crazy because if you remember i was telling you like i i I just i saw her face like so vividly in in front of me um and then she basically she basically tells me that in this moment where i was in the bathroom throwing up she was throwing up at the same time as i was and she was sending me all her love and support yeah basically she confirms our moment of telepathy during ayahuasca and yeah that was like the first crazy thing that happened after the ceremony and and also when i looked at the other people i could oh wow yeah i could really 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 pick up on their different energies and kind of see what everyone was going through so Yes, we're definitely opening up. So, you know, Monday comes around. It's two days since the ceremony. And we're still, like, chatting with each other about the ceremony. And I'm talking... uh, I think after breakfast, I'm talking to Vanessa. Which, shout out to Vanessa. I love you and I miss you so much. You fucking goddess wizard. She held cacao ceremonies for us there. And she's just... So beautiful. And anyway, I was sitting and chatting with her. And because I, you know, as... I told you in my preparation for the ayahuasca ceremony uh, podcast I had been like really struggling with doubt like doubting my own spirituality doubting the rituals like having a lot of expectations going into the Olympias and the rituals and the ceremony like I had very high expectations and I felt my I felt kind of emotionally constipated yeah like I was stuck somewhere my water was not and it was kind of annoying me that I didn't feel as much as I wanted to feel as it was during the ceremony as well so I was talking to her about this and my doubt and she was asking me like, where is this doubt coming from? (laughs) and I, I just, I realized like it really like dawned on me why I'm doubting and how it has everything to do with my, with my childhood, of course, as everything does. And how I would view or look at my mom and her spirituality and kind of... I, I just saw it didn't work for her. And also I feel like my father was kind of judgmental towards that side of her. So I think, like, that on one side I did not want to end up like my mom. I didn't want to kind of fail and I yes and also on the other side I felt kind of judged by some part of me aka dad like my dad in me was kind of judging my spirituality and like not having any faith or believe in it because he's not not a spiritual person at all like he's very much in the you know in the in the system in the normal people group Um, you know goes to work and reads the news Um, I don't know if it's that dramatic, but that is kind of like now you have a picture of both of my parents and Me speaking about them is also, you know, my judgment towards them And anyway, it just dawned on me like why I have this doubt in my own spirituality and, and these practices that we do here And how it like stems from my mom and my dad and then after breakfast you know, this was really... I didn't realize how much that affected me, like, that realization. I had never thought about it before. I would just been kind of frustrated that I couldn't completely surrender to whatever I was doing and let go and just have no expectations and just trust that it would... You know, that the, that the Olympias and the ayahuasca would do what it needed to do for me. I just... I, I think I had this kind of, like, fear um, because of what I just told you. And so, yeah. Thank you, Vanessa. Anyway... Um, after breakfast we every day at the yoga teacher training we did this uh, series of yoga called Kaula Tantra yoga and I could just feel I could just really feel this um, frustration like really deep frustration like something was bubbling up inside of me and really sad and mad and so after the yoga has ended i asked one of the girls who has um uh, she had a room a bit further away away from the rest of us so i asked if i could just go down there borrow her space to just have an emotional release party with myself and she said yes and she just uh, followed me down to her room and said have at it like go do and do what you want and so yeah shout out to jenny from canada the sweetest sweetest jenny from canada um thank you. Yeah, so I am I'm in her room and I and I'm like, okay, no one can hear me now. So I just start screaming and screaming and screaming and screaming and also the loud thoughts in my head, like the I hate myself, I hate my body, I'm so this and that, ugly, whatever, like really like deep fucking hatred towards myself. You no know, that's that's kind of the things I wanted to work through in the ayahuasca ceremony which I, I didn't realize I didn't, honestly I didn't realize until I started speaking about it now um, that that was that type of energy oh my god yeah I didn't realize until now that coming out because the thoughts it it didn't feel like I like I meant them it just felt like they were there, and I needed to purge them, like, scream, like, get it out of my system, so I couldn't hold it back, so I just screamed that I hated myself, and all of these things, but not in a way that, it's hard to explain, like, the intention was different, the intention was not to hurt myself, it was really to just acknowledge that those thoughts exist within me, and here I am, um, Letting it go, kind of. <sighs> That's interesting. That is so interesting. Yeah, I didn't think about it in this way until now, actually. So right after that, I, I, uh, I go to my room. Just to lay down and just check Instagram. And one of my girlfriends from Norway, shout out to Vilde, you are my inspiration in life. She had sent me this slide on Instagram with this text about why, like literally why we're here text. And I read it and it's beautiful and profound. And then I go to the last slide and there's no text there. There's just this picture of a beautiful valley and blue clear, crystal clear water with dolphins jumping out of the water. And, you know, I, I'm i immediately taken back to my first vision in the ayahuasca ceremony about the random dolphin that started dancing for me. And now, like, the first thing I check on Instagram, like, she'd sent it a couple of days ago also. I, I don't know if she sent it at the same time as I was in ceremony. I haven't checked. But anyway, it it, it was uh, definitely a synchronicity that just hit me in my face. And, ever like, I've been seeing dolphins everywhere since, of course... So whenever I see a dolphin now, I just take it as a good sign and that I'm on the right path. And synchronicities like that is um, just the universe giving me a little wink, like just keep going this way. (laughs) And then I know it's kind of like unromantic to tell you I was on Instagram two days after my ayahuasca ceremony and that my synchronicities come from Instagram. (laughs) But I, you know, I try to keep my Instagram feed healthy and then i opened another direct message on instagram from christina one of my sisters that i'm in mexico with and she basically uh, has sent me this slide about poop and the significance of poop how poop is related to letting go or holding on to things so if you're um, if you're not pooping properly or you have constipation or things are stuck in your system, that means that you are also holding on to things that you need to let go. And you know, the, the, the brain-gut connection and that if you're like having diarrhea or you're not holding on to anything, you're letting too much go, maybe. And um, as I'm reading this, my digestive system is completely just, here you go there you go. We don't need to hold on to anything anymore. And I have to run to the bathroom and lay the most perfect piece of shit that I have ever laid in Ecuador. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm literally, my phone is in my hand, I'm reading this direct message. And I, I fucking, I poop. And I get I get out of my system what I feel like I couldn't get out of my system while I was in the ayahuasca trip like so much was moving and like gurgling and like brewing in my fucking digestive system but and when I went to poop it was like small pathetic poops and I was like fuck can I just get it out but I didn't but now I just released everything and after this you guys I was walking on clouds like a euphoric ray of sun just dancing in complete bliss and gratitude and just... So, both the medicine, then the conversation with Vanessa The emotional release that I had during yoga and after, followed by the synchronicities on Instagram, and then finally the physical release of the pooping, was me, was us, energetically poking a hole in this blockage that was my doubt. My lump of doubt that kept me from flowing was now finally releasing still unpacking this great mystery that this ayahuasca trip was even though it was like the 12 most uh, impatient hours oh right, right, right yeah, there's more to the story impatience I th- yeah <laughs> because uh, a few days after this we have a, something called a coffee reading which I hadn't done before and you know, I went into we had we had this class with our shaman that's called nature and spirit connection. And this day we had a coffee reading. Um, so basically, we're just he like he pours coffee into a pl- onto a plate, and we go up one by one, and like look into the coffee, and like the first thing that comes to mind, you know, is the is like a message from the coffee from the coffee spirit. And then he's like chanting and singing while we're going up one by one, and you know me it's my turn and i i just think to myself like okay i'm just not gonna have any expectations for this coffee reading because me a few days ago or earlier would be like all right if i don't have like the biggest revelation ever looking into this plate of coffee i am not working spirituality is not working for me and like i would feel stuck and frustrated again but this time i just thought okay no expectations i'm gonna go to look into that plate of coffee and probably nothing is going to... I mean, whatever, I'm just gonna... I basically let it go, like the expectations and... Then I went up to look down into the coffee and, you know, I see coffee and reflection of myself and nothing is really coming to me. And then I go to sit back down in the circle Mm, the universe is so goddamn patient, like it does not give me every re- revelation at once, it gives it like in drops throughout my life. And this was just like this drop of revelation where it just told me, Patience, child, have patience. And that is also like, I mean, it sums up my ayahuasca ceremony, my impatience towards having these really big emotions and and then I just had to fucking smile and laugh at how this like in my mind silly little coffee reading I didn't think was going to give me anything just showed me just basically showed me exactly what I had to work on from now on which was patience which is just so <laughs> funny <laughs> just so funny to me and it's just such a nice reminder for me to talk about it now as well yeah I don't need to get everything all at once I mean what would be the fun in that of course things will continue to reveal itself all throughout my life and I am not speeding up that process by having high expectations and chasing it and why would I even speed up that process You know, it's I just need to lean back, relax, listen to my intuition, have patience, and trust. And trust that things will come at the right time. Because it always does. But it doesn't feel like it when I'm impatient. And, you know, I'm a bit young and reckless and searching, traveling the world, moving from place to place, and just wanting things to be an explosion of perfection, (laughs) you know? Whenever I come to a new place or do anything new, but it's not. It takes it things, like good things take time, basically. So I think that's what the, honestly, what the ayahuasca was trying to tell me too, like, I'm not going to give it to you, honey. I'm going to let you suffer a bit to learn how to be patient because then when I have these realizations I just have to kind of like smile and laugh and gain a bit more trust you know and rituals and life after ceremony is integration like it is also a part of the ceremony so that coffee reading was just way more significant (laughs) than truly than what i expected so yes as i talked about in my last podcast episode about my time in colombia called rising from the ashes in colombia i you know i really didn't realize until now recently that the way i lived in colombia that how strong my faith was and how i brought my spirituality there and how i brought my rituals there and um, like, hosted yogas and, cer- and, like, yeah, and welcoming ceremonies, and I really, really lived, like, so closely to nature, like, I was so, so connected to myself, and to to the waterfalls, and the trees, and everything it was, like, this bliss of, like, orgasm, I was so open, like, if you hear my last podcast, I talk about it, and I really didn't link it to the ayahuasca ceremony, and how I was just, my doubt was gone, my doubt in my spirituality was Been poked a hole in and just (laughs) released. So that's what the ayahuasca did for me the most, I would say. You know, not in the way that I expected, but in this subtle, slow, cosmically humorous way that strengthened my spirit. It opened my heart. It opened my senses, my sensibility to others and their energies. And then again, my fucking belief and faith that this life me and the universe is indeed magical and that i am in fact also a wizard with powers that will inspire and heal not only myself but every person that i come into contact with when i am tapped into this energy to this source and also in colombia my dear friend dear asked me to tell him about the ayahuasca ceremony so we sat down and i start telling him about it and I I am about to say how I didn't think the ayahuasca did anything for my primary intentions. But as I am saying that, I have to stop myself halfway and just stand up and go take a breather. <laughs> because I was so blown away that I hadn't realized until then that I had been sleeping like a baby, and also felt really more beautiful than I have ever felt. And if you can remember, my intentions were to heal my my body image and to look into these sleeping demons and to to fix my 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 fear of, of uh, encountering um, these uh, entities that keep me awake. And I just have to take a few minutes to just be like. Oh, well, she did actually do something there, too And, you know, I'm still, like, not fully... I don't know, there is still some fear in me of this sleeping thing I don't think it's it's not 100% fully healed And also with the body image as well Like, I do actually feel more beautiful than I have ever felt before But still, I feel like it's not good enough I don't feel good enough But even saying that out loud right now is like there's some part of me that just knows that it's wrong. But also a part of me that's, you know, I'm not fully where I want to be. But she, I mean, still, it's not been that long since the ceremony and she's still in my body working. That old grandmother snake, gooey, reddish, brownish (laughs) DMT mixed with a... Tree, I don't know. She has truly been working on such a deep level that I did not understand what was happening during the ceremony, you know? It really, it really takes time to integrate what is happening in those very beyond moments, like beyond comprehension moments. You know, and also now in Mexico, my faith is still still so strong. Like this meditation school we're at here, it's so different, so different from from my yoga teacher training in, in, uh, in Ecuador. And we sit a lot in silence, very, very silent. All the teachers wear white. It's very, very like low-key and sterile. But sometimes when I feel like it, I will just do my own thing in meditation class and start playing with the energy field around my body. If something is stuck, I will drag it out of the air beside my body and twirl it around and basically just dance with it and move the energies and the blockages that are there. I will just fucking do my own thing because I know it works now. The universe has showed me and I, I do trust. I trust now. So... Yeah. I do trust and I know there will be times where I lose this trust again and I start to doubt and But I know have memories and information about how to release these blockages. Anyway, guys, I think I will wrap it up here. More or less since await that I am unaware of as of now, that I know, that I humbly realize. Yeah. Until next time. Keep your eyes open